Hey y'all, it's Livy. Welcome back to the podcast. If you were celebrating Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, Christmas, <laughs> merry day after Christmas. And if that is not you, I wish you a happy holidays. I am here in Georgia visiting my family, which has been lovely, and I will be here till January, so it's been so good to see my family. I love them so much. Yeah, and the and the holidays have been have been great so far. Uh, an idea I had for the episode today was actually to share with y'all some of my favorite poetry. I haven't really done anything like this on the podcast, and I don't know if I've really shared this, but I I do really love poetry, especially as I was writing my book. I was writing a lot of poetry myself. I've I've written a little bit of poetry here and there this year, but I in 2023 I would like to do it a little bit more. It's very fun for me. I may not be the most eloquent with words, but I really enjoy it and it helps me clear my head. Actually, most of the poetry I've written or that I wrote throughout my book writing process was on a typewriter I got about two and a half years ago. So dramatic of me, I know. It's so dramatic, but, you know, I would get in my feels and I would pull out my typewriter and I would do a little poetry action. And some of the ones that were a little bit more painful or stuff that was a little bit more things I wanted to keep to myself, I would write them and then I would wax seal them shut. So dramatic. Again, I know, but you know, artsy and cute, I guess. So that I do have some mysterious ones from amongst 2020 and 2021 that are sealed shut. But I'm going to, at the end of this episode, I'm going to read two that I pulled out of my poetry box that I wrote. I think, I believe I wrote both of these. One was this year. Actually, I may have written both of these this year, 2021. I don't know, but I'm going to read those at the end of this episode. But to start, so I'm going to share with you three poems that I really enjoy. These are not necessarily like in any particular order. There's so many poems I like. These are just three books that I have with me. And I love the poems from these books. And I wanted to share one from each. So this poem is from I Woke Up to Words Today, which is a book by Daniela Deutsch. She is a friend of mine. We actually recorded a podcast together when she first launched this book. I want to say, I honestly, I can't remember when we did that podcast together. I believe it was around March of, of 2021. Or sorry, March of 2022. We are in 2022. Okay, any dates before I said, before this point may have been way off because I was thinking we were in 2021. It's fine. It's irrelevant. I'm not going to record. So yeah, Daniela Deutsch, I woke up to words today. We have a podcast episode together that was lovely, especially for anyone that's in their 20s or has or is experiencing moving from their hometown to elsewhere. That is quite the transition, and we talk quite a bit about that. So I I will link that episode in the show notes. You can also follow her on Instagram at Daniela D Poetry. I will also put that in the show notes. 
So this, she is, her poetry is absolutely phenomenal. And I don't say that just because she is a friend of mine. Truly, I might even say her poetry books are my favorite poetry books that I own. Or right up there in the top three because I... I absolutely love the way she writes. It's so beautiful and so different from the way I write or I've seen people write. It's just she has such a beautiful eye for words and imagery. She's just amazing. This poem I want to share is called Grand Street. It's on page 32. And it reads... Friday night, and she sits at the sushi bar, sipping her glass of ruby red wine by herself. I took one abnormal psychology class, so I'm diagnosing her with loneliness. My big head tries to read through her pretty skull, wondering what could have happened that she must dip her tempura into their house-made soy sauce without any company. Six months later, I am telling lies to my loved one so I can slip out the door alone and back in the incomparable silence of a glass of red wine with myself on a glorious Friday night at the sushi bar. I love that. I think that's so good. And it's so funny. I feel like that's a common transition people make in their late teens or 20s where when you're younger, you sort of have this nervousness around being perceived as lonely, whether that's eating lunch alone or going somewhere alone or running errands by yourself. And you begin often, not always, but you begin to transition out of that just because you stop caring and actually start really loving your alone time as you, especially I think, enter your 20s, mid 20s, late 20s. So I think I I really like that poem because it's the more, I mean, I've always enjoyed being by myself, but I feel like the more I've gotten older, the more I've begun to truly, truly, truly love it. And yeah, I think that's something that is often a common development in in your 20s is, like I said, perceiving loneliness almost as misfortune instead of perceiving someone being by themselves as being sort of a blissful moment of silence. Yeah, I, I just really like that poem and, and the way that it's written. It's so short, but paints this really interesting picture of, of a thought process and, and sort of irony. And I really like that. Second poem I want to share is a poem I got from a poetry book that I got from a vintage bookshop. It's, I don't know, it's, I I think I, I think I may have looked it up. I think it might be from the 40s. I don't know, someone wrote it in New York. There's a, there's like an address and it's, it's like old paper that's been like ripped it's kind of like they they printed or type wrote all of these poems out and then sort of like, you know, when you kind of fold the paper both ways and then like rip it with pressure. It's That's like kind of how the whole book sort of is done. It's very interesting. Like I think someone actually handmade and bound this. But anyway, the book is called A Poetry Recital, James Stevens. 
And there's a poem in here called The Golden Bird. And it says, If joy, the golden bird, would fly, do not close and hand upon her. She belongeth to the sky with all the winds of heaven on her. Only when her wings are free, bird of lovely life is she. He who joy of life would store, heart of his be widely open. Throw the key out with the door, throw the hope out with the hopin. Give her, as she finds in sky, place to dip and soar and fly. She will come again, I wist. She of thee shall not be frighted. She shall sing upon thy fist. By her shall thy dark be lighted. By her freedom thou art given right and room in joyous heaven. I, I really like that poem because what I take from it is I think when you fear that joy is fleeting or when you, when you hold your dreams with too tight of a fist or a moment with too tight of a fist or a relationship with too tight of a fist, you don't give that joy the wings to, to fly and be free. And that's something I've really been learning over the past few years is, is to find presence in the joy that I'm experiencing without worrying about it going away. Because there is no reason except for my own self-perception that it needs to stay. Why not just enjoy it? What because it's another another flight of joy is going to come back once that one flies away. So there is just no need to anticipate. And even if it hurts when that joy flies away, you know, you squishing it or gripping it really tight while you had it didn't make the pain any better when it left. So I just think it's so much better to just enjoy joy in its presence and stay in that. And that's something I've really been working on. And I think that that poem really kind of words my feelings around that in a really beautiful way. And the last poem I want to share is from Dreaming With My Eyes Wide Open by Joey Kidney. You might have seen some of his poems on TikTok. He's very big on TikTok. I like the simplicity of his poems. It's, it's a whole other vibe from Daniela's. But the one I wanted to share was called Love Just Fits. And it says, The common question of how do I know she's the one has left many men feeling like they have never won. As they look at women as prizes, their future begins to fade away into the next lifetime. As they say to themselves, ah, I'll get her next time. Very short and sweet. And I like that one because this is something that has also been on my mind. I feel like I, I sort of pick these poems more based on what's been on my mind lately than necessarily like my favorite poems of all time. I mean, they're all beautiful and, and I love them, but this has been on my mind a lot lately as well. And I've shared this a bit on the podcast in the past and on my socials, but just I've been in a really intentional healing process around specifically romantic love 
for about three years now. And it's been very intentional, my growth as far as that goes, and and kind of working through stuff that has that went on when I was a teenager and younger has been very intentional. And just because I am a believer that if I don't start working on healing that now, then when? But I think it's better, you know, to do it in my early 20s when I'm when my brain is more malleable instead of waiting till I'm 30 and being like, oh shit, I wanted to I want to get married at 30, but I haven't done all this this work that I wanted to do or that needs to be done and then get on it then. So, yeah, I mean, it's just been a very intentional process for me over the past few years. And this is something I've I've been thinking about a lot that he brings up in this poem, which is essentially the last line he says, I'll get her next time. And it's sort of and it goes both ways for any gender that we sort of we we are so one track minded in the way we think about how romantic love is to unfold. And I've been questioning a lot of my beliefs around it lately, whether or not there needs to be like a strong initial spark with somebody, whether or not, you know, what is actually unhealthy and what is healthy compromise? What are ways that marriage is done traditionally that has caused essentially like a pandemic of divorce over the past decade and where does that need to be adjusted where just just things like that I think about I've been thinking about lately and just my personal beliefs not even about even just around dating like I said like does there need to be a huge initial spark you know is there a level of sort of not giving everything about yourself <laughs> immediately. Um, and is that, do you need to be doing that? Or do you need to be, quote, fully authentic immediately? Or just just the ways in which we go about finding romantic love and kind of breaking down what is of course there's no like science behind it but i think we have a lot of blinders that keep us from from finding love finding experiences with romantic love and like it says here their future begins to fade away into the next lifetime and i think if having a long-term partner is a goal for you, as it is for me, I think although there there's obviously a level of spontaneity and you can't plan it, but I think if there isn't some intention and in breaking down of your beliefs and your blinders, things will start to fade into your next lifetime, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Everyone grows at different times, but I think... The idea that love will just fall into your lap, healthy, long-term, mutually beneficial, romantic love, 
will most well it won't fall into your lap it's going to take personal healing it's going to take purposeful purposefully seeking out what you desire whether that's putting yourself in situations where a potential partner might be i just think what i'm trying to say is i think this idea that love is just something it's just like well if it's sort of like healing we say like time heals all w- wounds and i and i am such a strong believer that that is bullshit um time contributes but you have to heal with a pretty decent level of intention and i think when it comes to finding love romantic love specifically it's just like healing where it's something that you have to search and work towards just like healing just like any goal you've ever set for yourself and and i don't think that that's that's weird or a lack of spontaneity i think it's just the things in life that we desire and the way we want our future to be of course that cannot be controlled and things will never go the way you plan but if there is no intention or intentional action being taken it's just it's wishful thinking to just think that that things will fall into your lap to your liking and and that's my personal opinion but i think if you want the type of love that I believe that you and, and those around you deserve, um, maybe try and be a little bit more intentional with it. How can you add a bit more intention in the way you go about dating, in the way you work on healing, in the people that you surround yourself with, in the the hobbies you partake in? And that's that's just something I personally have been thinking about a lot and just the intentional actions I'm I'm taking to be fulfilled in my present and set future Livy up for the future that she deserves too. So to sort of wrap up, I'm going to read two of my poems that my t- two of my typewriter poems. I'm not going to expound on these. I think I'll just leave them up for interpretation. Don't judge me too hard. I have not shared that much of my poetry. And if I'm being honest, I'm a little nervous to share these, but I'm going to. So here's the first one. I saw a hummingbird today. Small, delicate, ethereal, timeless, wise, mysterious. In her, I saw the ocean, the cosmos, the oaks. In her, I saw myself. She was everywhere and nowhere. She was present. She is who I aspire to be. She slowed her pace, and it seems our souls connected for that single infinite moment. And then she spoke to me. I am you. Have peace. I wanted our energies to dance forever, but with that small exchange, she was off to give another moment of peace and presence. I saw a hummingbird today, and she remains within me. Thank you. There's my first one, and here is 
my second poem. I sat at a long, cold marble table. My eyes and soul exchanged glances between my two heartbreaks. An ebb and flow of daggers and sunlight. They smiled. They had no idea. How? I don't know. My two heartbreaks, a coming of age in an empty chair, deep understanding and lack thereof. I healed, I forgave, I feel warmth, but still, I am speechless. Those are my two poems. I hope you enjoyed them. And I don't have too much else to say. Again, happy holidays. I believe it'll be the new year when the next episode comes out, so... Happy early 2023. I love you all so much. Thank you for supporting me. Hugs and kisses. And I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. Okay, bye.